to the Fun Sized Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Safeli. This podcast is your favorite place to learn about all things that revolve around health and wellness for females under 5'3". By listening to the Fun Sized Podcast, you'll get practical and actionable strategies for weight loss, muscle building, eating, exercising, strengthening relationships, overall health, and so much more. I know that petite women like you don't just want to curate a rockin' little body of your dreams. You want to know how to eat right, work out smart, feel energized, have fun, boost your confidence, and how to move through life while continuing to maintain a lean physique, especially when things get messy. This podcast will always give you a dose of realness, practicality, and empowerment you truly need to develop the highest version of you and be proud to be petite. So subscribe now if you're ready for solo episodes from me and interviews from the best little guests around to support you on your mission to become fun-sized. Welcome back to another episode of the Fun Size Podcast and Happy New Year 2022 craziness. So today I want to talk about progress pictures. If you followed me or any of my transformation journeys or have been coached by me, you know that I'm a pretty big fan of progress pictures. However, like anything in the fitness world, there are pros and cons. So before we get into all of that, I'm going to tell you first how I take progress pictures and how I advise my clients to take them. When in a phase, when you're actively trying to alter your body composition, I find it best to take photos once a week in the morning before all food and drink. Now, if I'm in a maintenance phase, eh, I don't really feel the need to take progress pictures, but if I'm cutting or bulking, progress pictures can be a great tool. So for my one-on-one clients, that day to take those photos is Thursday morning. But for you, if you're not one of my clients, you can choose basically any day of the week that works best with your schedule. Typically weekends work if you don't work on the weekends. I typically have my clients take front, back, and side photos, but not just your standard straight onto the camera with your belly sticking out kind of photos. It's best to have some sort of pose or flex because The truth is nobody looks good standing like the Pillsbury Doughboy. For example, for my front shot, I like to shift my weight onto one side. I'm literally doing doing this right now as I'm like telling you guys, shift my weight onto one side and I flex that thigh. Then I point the other toe, flex that calf. And I usually have one arm on my hip and sometimes I'll like flex the other one or just kind of like leave it down by my side. Now, I know that might sound kind of confusing if you're just like listening to this right now, but if you look at any of my side-by-sides, you'll see what I mean. You might find that another pose works for you, and that's totally fine. You can do whatever you want, whatever you feel like your body looks best in, in a sense, because like we're going to be looking at these pictures. Like we don't want to just cringe every time we look at them. So find a pose or a way to stand that you feel confident with. And all that matters really is that you hit that same pose every single time you take those pictures so that you can compare week to week to ensure that you're on the right path towards your goal. So this is probably the biggest pro of taking progress pictures because these pictures can be a very, very helpful tool in determining if things are working for you or not. I can't tell you how many times I or one of my clients have been putting in so much work 
not seeing a whole lot of change in the mirror from day to day because we're looking at our bodies from day to day. But when looking between progress pictures from week to week or even month to month, we can see what we're doing is actually working. And that's the beauty of these pictures, right? It tells us that we're on the right track. By the way, if you're using my Fun Size Fitness app, you can upload your front, back, and side photos into the app for safekeeping and easy access. I know if you're anything like me, you have a ton of photos in your photo app, and it's just like so hard to find them when you're scrolling through. But this way, they're in like a safe little folder. It's only your progress pictures that are in there. And then when you add the photos week to week, you can even swipe back to compare week to week and eventually month to month. And it's it's just very nifty and very organized. And I think that you'll like it a lot. To go a little deeper even, last year, I personally started doing progress videos where I'd start with a front pose, go into a circle of side, back, other side, and then back to front, making sure to always go in the same direction, of course, so that I can compare. And when I posted the eight week difference of my mini cut last summer, I had so many people say, wow, after seeing this, like videos are the only before and afters that I will believe from now on. By the way, I don't know if any of you have noticed, but when I post side-by-side pictures on my Instagram, they're usually of me and not necessarily of my clients. Like if I do post my clients befores and afters, It's usually on my stories and my story highlights and also on my website. That way people only see them if they're actively seeking them. And there's a few reasons for this, which is a great segue into some of the cons of progress pictures. Before and afters are inspiring without a doubt, but they tend to not tell us the entire story, right? We see from start to finish, but we don't see that journey in between. And sometimes when we see a truly phenomenal transformation, we don't know the journey it took to get there. It could be totally unhealthy or the time in between those photos could be years. We just don't really know for sure from those two images. And sometimes when we see not so crazy transformations, we think that they're not that big of a deal, but in reality, that person might have so much more energy, healed their negative relationship with food and exercise, got their period back, or just found more body confidence in general. So even though pictures tell a thousand words, as the phrase goes, they still don't tell us the whole story. Seeing progress pictures of other people, especially of people you feel you can relate to. And this is why, again, like I don't really feel super comfortable posting my clients on my Instagram because a lot of my followers are petite. And so it's, it's going to be more likely that a lot of people can relate to that person's body shape or body type. So seeing those photos of someone who you feel like you can relate to creates this kind of emotional attachment and aesthetic expectation. You think, okay, well, if she can do that, and I feel like I look like her before photo, then I can totally look like her after too. And while that's definitely motivating and inspiring, and if that's what gets you off the couch and kicking things up a notch, then great. That's fantastic. But more often than not, it sets up this emotional attachment. And I know you know this because you've probably felt this way about something before that you bought, you followed, whatever, and it didn't work for you. Well, hopefully this takes some of the disappointment away from you. You may or may not have heard that some fitness companies, especially especially supplement companies, 
have actually reversed images to have you believing that their product works. What I mean by this is that they use someone's shredded picture as their after, but in reality, it's their before. And that company actually paid them to put on some fat. I know it sounds absurd, but it's actually true. And the way you can tell is when that person in the before photo has a bunch of muscle underneath fat versus someone who's truly out of shape. So if you browse through, if you type in transformation or before and after pictures on Google, you could probably see it now that I said something. And the other thing that happens is that maybe they did take an average person, but they failed to mention that that person got surgery, had a trainer, had a personal healthy chef on top of whatever supplement they're advertising. Maybe they didn't even take that supplement and they're just using those photos. Oh, and the other thing I absolutely hate about progress pictures is when people make one photo smaller than the other. Like if you're going to actively compare, you have to align the shoulders, the waist and the knees so that we're comparing at the same scale. Like zooming in on your booty doesn't mean that you made booty gains. Okay. The crazy thing is, even though we know that before and afters can't always be trusted, they still work to get you hooked because when you see those images, you still have that emotional attachment and it creates this sense of hope. It is a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant way to market if you're just trying to make some quick cash. But I'm not about that game because I don't want that attachment to the aesthetics, if that makes sense. So like the problem with heavy advertisement with before and after pictures, in my opinion, is that Photos create an aesthetic expectation. Photos sell the message that aesthetics is the most important thing or that it's the only thing because what you see is only looks. When you only focus on looks, you tend to ignore all of the other beneficial effects that you would get from a finisher that you cannot see in photos like energy, libido, strength, confidence. And if you want proof I was that girl when I was competing years ago. If you ever wondered how I kept going despite not getting a period and being super fatigued all the time, it's because I was only focused on the aesthetics part and I ignored all the rest. Not one of my finest moments, I will tell you that. But from my own experience, when you focus on aesthetics, you usually lose your health. Not on purpose, of course. Like I didn't just be like, oh, I'm just going to screw this health thing, but truly out of ignorance and just being like, I'm so focused on this that I'm not paying attention to all the other signs. But the cool thing is when you focus and your reason for starting your fitness journey is on overall health and feeling good and having energy and all that stuff, aesthetics usually comes with that. What that means is you can absolutely have real amazing transformation progress pictures. So I'm not saying that every progress picture you see is garbage. I'm saying that we don't know the entire story by just looking at photos. And it's not like I don't have before and afters of my clients because I do. I have so many and I'm proud of each and every one of them. And they are truly inspiring. It's just that I'm not a huge fan of using them as a way to learn new clients. Like there are so many times where I want to be like, look, look at this normal petite girl, just like you who did this thing and achieved her goal. But I know that message that I'm sending with just photos isn't the one that's most aligned with what I want to teach. And that's why if I do post client transformation pictures, 
I always follow it up with, this is what she said about how she feels, not about how she looks. Unfortunately, that part is the boring part for most onlookers and nobody really believes those words until they can actually feel it for themselves. That's why it's so hard to like sell that feeling because you don't know until you know. And it's very tempting for me to fall into that marketing strategy, knowing that it works to get people to sign up for my program. But it's so very hard to reverse that mindset of looking a certain way when that's what gets them in the door. Basically, if I were to post all of my clients' transformation photos, like once a week or twice a week, whatever it may be, that would cast a wider net. And what I'm going to get is a bunch of people who aren't necessarily ready to learn balance because they are in a cycle of self-hate, right? Like they're identifying with the before images and they're like, okay, that's me. And I want to look like that. And if you're exercising and dieting because you hate the way you look currently, you're not really going to have the same results as someone who exercises and diets because they care about their body and their health currently. So I rather not post these progress pictures too often, even though I'm proud of them. It's just, I think it's a psychological thing that I believe is not necessarily the best way to advertise myself, I guess. But I do love what my clients' progress pictures can do for their confidence, not just in their bodies, but for their overall achievement. Like when they see week one versus week eight, it's such a positive motivator for them because they can see what they've done so far. And that helps them see they can achieve what they set their minds to being like, oh, wow, if I did this, then I can do this. And as I said earlier, it's just a really great tool for you to monitor your own progress. Once those photos are posted on the internet, though, it's not necessarily a tool for your progress anymore. It becomes a tool to inspire or to market or worse. It induces a case of comparisonitis because now it's not about comparing you to you. It's hundreds or thousands of people comparing themselves to you. But before I go down the rabbit hole about how much social media enables us to compare ourselves to others, I just want to say that 99% of the time, pictures are posted with good intentions. It is up to the viewer to decide what to do with that information, and we have no control over that, but I do think it's worth kind of mentioning. Anyway, like I said, before I go down a deeper hole, to wrap it all up here, I just want to say I am not a fan of only using progress pictures to advertise a product or a service because they don't always tell us the full story. And if you're thinking about purchasing a product or a service, be sure to look at the testimonials and other forms of social proof, not just the pictures. Like the pictures are a great way to lure you in, but make sure you check out both sides. On the flip side, I do believe taking your progress pictures weekly or bi-weekly, so every two weeks, or even monthly, if you rather, is helpful because progress pictures are a great tool for monitoring your progress if you look at it objectively without judgment, right? Like this is not for you to pick yourself apart. Nobody ever wants to take those first before photos, but just remember if you're serious about what you're doing, it's only going to get better from there. And I know it's going to sound weird because it's your body, but in a sense, when you compare the two photos, try not to take it personally. Sometimes it helps to like chop your head off, uh, crop 
not chop it, but crop your head out um, or even turn the photo upside down. I know it sounds crazy, but by doing that, you're looking for differences in shape rather than judging your body. And some weeks we don't need to compare. So maybe just save them and don't look at them and then look back at them in like a few more weeks. If you want an organized, safe place to save your progress pictures, along with a strategic program to help you build lean muscle, then try the Fun Size Fitness app. I now have three separate subscriptions based on the equipment you have available. So the first one is the gym program. If you are regularly hitting the gym and have access to a large variety of equipment, dumbbells, free weights, uh, squat racks, machines, cables, all that stuff. Next is the home program. If you have a small home gym set up with dumbbells, maybe a small barbell, maybe a kettlebell, maybe a small step or a bench, um, just kind of like the basics, definitely dumbbells. You need to have dumbbells for this program. And then finally, the newest program is the Anywhere program, where all you need is some floor space and a few bands. Like, don't go crazy. You can pack these literally and take them with you anywhere if you're traveling and all that good stuff. So if you're a constant traveler, this is great for you. If you don't have room for more equipment in your home, this is great for you. You'll have to register online to get the exclusive app download. So make sure you click the link in the show notes for more info and to choose the appropriate program that best aligns with the equipment you have available. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you have any questions, DM me on Instagram at funsizenutrition, and I will catch you in the next episode. It's no secret that most of my full-length leggings are actually three-fourths cut, and I'm sure you feel my pain. But that's all about to change for both of us, because Lacuna Fit is your new one-stop shop for perfectly proportioned leggings for women under 5'4". My favorite part about these leggings is not just that they're super soft, but they have pockets that easily fit my phone on both sides. But it gets better. The placement of the pockets on the leg is the best I've ever owned. They are literally the perfect spot to pull stuff out without having to stand up and alleviate some of the bunching of the material like I do on other leggings. So I'm sure that you will love these leggings just as much as I do. And you can score 15% off by using code FUNSIZE15 at checkout when you go to lacunafit.com.